at least for me, I just am like, this is really stupid. <laughs> but why don't I do something else? All right. Yeah, just take, right. just take us through the band real quick. Surface level, we'll just dig down from there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm Dylan. Dylan Alexander Lum the first. And uh, people call me Sticky. I uh, am a member of the I'm band interested. Prairie Pavement. And I'm the one who uses wooden sticks to whack metal plates along with plastic stretched over wooden cylinders. But that's not why we call them Sticky. Not because of the sticks. <laughs> okay. You can only guess why. All right. And on that note, um, I'm Jack. I, I, I play the guitar, the and guitar. I and I scream, and I sing, and I, I make people at our shows wonder if I need therapy. Nice. I'm Sal. I play the kazoo. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> Would you mind doing a little uh, excerpt for us right now? Actually? I don't have a kazoo. <laughs> I just Can you say, just use your fingers? Um... Wow. I feel really bad for saying that. I sounded really depressed. Talent in its purest form. That that was beautiful. Uh, I'm Eli, and I play the bass. I'm definitely the most not talented person, but that's a lie. We appreciate the enthusiasm, Eli. We appreciate the honesty. I'm just here to hang out, have fun. That's nice. So where does it start? Why? Does, pra- why? I should ask why Prairie Pavement. Yeah, as simple as a complicated one. Well, well, I'm so I. I don't actually play the kazoo. I I play guitar and I sing sometimes. So, and correct me if I'm wrong here. Our school, right? They had like this like arts festival for like the Academy of the Visual and Performing Arts. I think yeah. Yeah. So, we had that, and they have like this festival like every year where like meet like people music people like play. They have like bunch of art stuff i'm not familiar with but i was more concerned with the music part and i don't know me me and dylan sticky yeah we wrote this song earlier in the year and we played it for like this like recital they have they for called like, it a recital but we we just made a video yeah because it was covid year so we oh, just made a video yeah, I remember it was seen early that. 2021 that was yeah. my first exposure. Well, not first. I hadn't seen where those guys went after like middle school. Oh, really? And then I saw that and I was like, I need to start a band with these people. Band now. But yeah, so we had this this song. We're like, yeah, like what if, what if we like played the song? And like the more we thought about it, it was like it was just me on guitar and him on bass. And like the more I thought about it, at least for me, I just like this is really stupid. <laughs> well, why don't I do something else? And you know, I was I was kind of friends with Eli at the time. I remember. Yep. And um, I knew like he, he played electric bass rather well. So I'm like, I think you texted yeah, me as I, well. I realized uh, I okay. So from my perspective of of things is uh, I, since I was in the academy, I'm actually wearing the hoodie right now. But uh, I was in the oh, academy yeah. of the visual and performing arts, and they had us. Uh, they wanted us to like volunteer, and I was not about to be like pushing chicken. <laughs> I did not want to be pushing chicken. I didn't want to clean. I'm not an art kid. My I can't do anything artistic like like visually. Yeah. So I was like, uh, in a way, a, a fun way to get out of working would be to just play some. Uh, originally, my first thought was, "Oh, I'm just gonna play some cover songs with some of my friends." So I reached out to Sal. I was like, "Hey, let's put together some covers, maybe some originals, and we'll just play at this cruddy art festival. Uh, and then I was I was talking to Jack at the time because Can I explain how that happened. Oh yeah. So I was sitting on my bed right writing a song and Sal texts me and he goes, Is this Jack? It's Sal from middle school jazz band. 
And that's where it went, man. And then we talked in study hall and stuff. And then he was like, I remember him showing me in a notebook. He had like original designs for Prairie Pavement. And this was before the band even happened. It was originally supposed to be like a solo project that I like made songs in like my basement or something. But but yeah, sorry. Sal was uh, interested in my stuff on Spotify because I already had like a solo thing going on. So he considered me for this to do guitar and vocals and he wanted to do guitar and vocals too. So we sort of meshed in that way. But yeah, and then we, we had to get a name for what we were doing. So we were like, well, we already have Prairie Pavement. It has a nice ring to it. And at first, I think some of us didn't like it. I wanted it to be Animal Hospital. I was kind of on Eli's side about that one. I think Animal Hospital is such an awesome name. But actually, why don't why don't Sal say why, why it is Prairie Pavement? Well, you, you wanted it to be called the Jeds, right? That's true. I, I never wanted I, to be a I also band. liked I liked Animal Hospital, and I liked Jeds for Jack, Eli, Dylan, Sal. Yeah, it's like all the <laughs> or, first or shaky, stretchy, sound, sticky, or whatever. Yeah, but no, the the name is based on two street signs. I was um, <laughs> I was with my parents and we were walking my dog one day, and so I live on this one street and like we walked down the sidewalk and we crossed over onto this like this neighborhood. It's called like Prairie Landing or something. And we were going towards that, like we were, we like turned around and we were like going back <laughs> towards my house. And um, there's a street that like runs along it to cross from Prairie Landing to my neighborhood. And it's pavement. So I look to my left, I see Prairie, and then I look to my right and I see pavement. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is something. So then immediately when I got home, I like wrote down the name and I'm like, Prairie, Prairie, uh, what can I draw for a picture? I'm like, Prairie Dog, yeah, we gotta we gotta do that. So then I wrote I like drew this little prairie dog that like looked like it was from like you know like Yogi Bear. Yeah. It like looked like it was straight out of that. And I'm like making all this concept art and I like I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like I don't know. I was like fascinated by it for no reason, even though I didn't know what would come from it. So you know, my dad thought it was a, a potato at first. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Sal, Sal sent me like a lot of his concept art, and I was taking a digital media program, so I had a lot of free time, so I just like took it into a program, and then I like digitized that art. Like I just like redid it and put it on like stickers and stuff, and then I made another one that doesn't look like... It looks like a prairie dog now, not a bear. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people thought it was a bear. Well, Which, people great. thought our name was Harry Basement. Oh, no, that was my dad's doing. Oh, we, yeah. We played, we played a gig in uh, the village of Lancaster. And which we, you can find on YouTube. Which you can find on YouTube. Don't it's watch a, it, please. You don't watch it. <laughs> that was our second gig. Um, this was like a while ago. This was almost a year ago. It's, uh, it was our, one of our first gigs. And um, my, uh, my dad... He he was he was in the crowd of people, and uh, I think Jack said, "Oh, we're a Prairie Pavement." And I think he like mumbled it, and my dad like screamed back, "Harry Basement!" <laughs> and now it's kind of been like a running gag. Oh yeah, people but, call us Harry Basement. You know, I mean, a lot of the people, um, I feel like, you know, I don't know if people like the name or not, but it's definitely stuck. Like you hear Prairie Pavement, and you automatically think of like the chorus effect on the guitars and the drums and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you automatically sort of think of that. So I don't. I wouldn't want it any other way. And mm -hmm. plus, the initials are PP. The possibilities are <laughs> like, endless. Like it's it's stupid, but it's intentionally stupid. But like, 
it can be perceived in a serious manner. Well, so. but PP is pretty funny, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I yeah. will say before we continue, on um, the other day we were driving down to our grandparents' house. It was Drew, myself, and a buddy. It might have been a few other people. I don't really remember. And a song came on, and it was like I was like, "This sounds familiar. It's really catchy." And Drew's like, "Is this Pray Pavement?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "What the what the hell? This is <laughs> no great. way!" And you guys sound. I mean, shout out Brandon for doing such a great job because you guys sound professional. Oh, yeah. but it really we definitely like, got a shout out Brandon. It fit the mood yeah. so well. I have a line this time. I'm producer Brandon. I've Woo-hoo. been. <laughs> Giving these is, guys man, the myth, the everybody, in the house. Everybody, give producer Brandon a round of applause, please. Oh yeah. We love you, B-Man. Brandon, I just want you to know I service. love you. That's nice, Tony. Yeah, I'm, the, right. I'm the dude who runs XLR lines to all the microphones. We got seven today. Actually, eight, including me. Most we've ever had. Running into a mixer. We got it in the bag. That's Woo. an R-Path but record, yeah, dude. Thank it, you, Brandon. It fit, the, uh, it fit the mood so well. It sounded really good. It was super catchy. So props to you guys for doing such a good job. But a question I did want to ask is, well, like with stage fright, it's such a stigma getting up on stage and performing in front of people. Did any of you guys have it? And if you did, how did you overcome it? It's something I'm interested sure. in. I still have I it. I think really? all, all yeah. of us have had our own I, battles with it. I, I have completely been over it probably since maybe our fourth show. Nice. Because, I mean, I previously played live solo when I was like 13, 14. Oh, wow. So I wasn't, I wasn't afraid of playing to people I didn't know. But then when it was a bunch of people you did know, that's when it was a little rough. I think there's more pressure there. Yeah. But then I was just like... I I just love doing this. I don't care if I look stupid. I, yeah. I just I just love it. I'll be, yeah. I'll be real. I get more stage fright. I'm more stage fright right now than really? I when I'm on stage. <laughs> really? Like for for a while, I would get stage. I would be stage. I would have stage fright, and I get like real stiff, and I would just stand there and play. And it was like you look at a video, and I see that I'm like, that's the worst. I mean, I still kind of do stand still, but I'm, I move around a little bit more when I'm on stage. But that's what we did during uh Trans Siberian Orchestra concerts. Oh, I would just like stand there and just. It's the most awkward thing to like look back on. I think you look more awkward than just trying to move. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, but like recently, most more recently, I don't know entirely why, but I, I don't feel a whole lot in terms of nerves on stage anymore, which is pretty cool for me. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you you also got to take into account that like all four of us, like we were at least in like band and orchestra at a certain point in our lives. So. There were like concerts all year round and like you kind of have no choice but to get over it. Yeah. I mean, like I still get nervous because I I mean, I'm used to playing guitar in front of people, but singing is just like I don't consider myself a singer. So then I'm like when I have to sing, I'm like, oh, like yeah. this. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would oh. say I, I've been playing drums on on stage since I was in kindergarten. You can actually find it on YouTube. It's um, actually a really funny video. It's, yeah, <laughs> there's one from like kindergarten, first grade. I had drum recitals back then, and then in school. So I don't really get, I don't really get stage fright. I don't think, at I don't think I really get it much at all. That's it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> the end of the episode. Thank That's you. It. I thought it was going. That's I was it. like, I'm, I'm waiting. I sort of get waiting. this weird thing though, where like more and more, I've been getting more comfortable with my writing, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm thankful that I've heard that like people that are in the audience are like, we can't understand what you're saying. And I'm like, thank yeah. God, because I get, well, I, I mean, I get more nervous about people hearing me like spill all of this stuff out. Like people I know personally, and I don't really talk about, you know, yeah, yeah. like I get nervous more about that and also about falling because I've almost tripped and fell so many times on stage. And it's always because there's like a mic where like the kick drum is and it's right behind me. Uh, so like, I want to move around, but I'll fall. 
if I don't. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say I've dropped a stick twice. Um, luckily, I have a, a little can where I can grab it, an extra one. The first time was at the Music is Art Festival, and it was super smooth. I picked another one up, no issue. And the 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 other time we were at the uh, Lion and Eagle Pub, and that was a little bit more difficult. And very I, small stage. Yeah, very. I I couldn't grab the other sticks, so I was just left handing with the snare drum for maybe five seconds. Wow. I'm going to be honest, though. Noticed. Yeah, no, but even me, I, it took me a second to realize that there was something missing, but like, I, I don't think anyone. When we were, uh, how old were we, Brand, with the art show at Como Park? Oh, we, we started that in eighth grade. Yeah, so Probably we were 13, 12. 12. Yeah. Dean and I were 12 yeah, we were playing young. this art show. We were playing Don't Stop Believing at Como Park. That is amazing. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's on YouTube, actually. Brand really? broke a string yes. at the end, so he had, like, he had to like improvise can the rest I, of the song. Can I tell it a story? It sounds horrible. Can I tell a story about breaking strings? It's horrible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we, we look so we look stupid in that video. So I'm gonna watch that video when I go home. I want you to know that. Seriously, I, actually, send it to me. I don't want you to watch it. I want to save you before you watch. No, send that. it to me by all means. I'd love to see it. We, we, okay. can, we'll play it after. Jack right. has a, a knack for breaking strings. Yeah, right. So um, I I play a jazz master. Right, really not important to the story. But um, we were opening for this band called Origami Button at a venue called Stamps. Um, and I don't know. I, I broke a string at rehearsal that day. And then I was on stage and I told the audience, I'm probably going to break a string again. And then I broke a string in the middle of a song Ooh. and then freaked out and just started like going nuts. And then I took the string off and then I gave it to somebody on like in the audience. And then I was just going to play the rest of the set without a string. And then the uh, guitar player of the band we were opening for is like standing there with his guitar, like letting me use it oh nice <laughs> they're not even like from here though they're from, no. from chicago yeah. oh wow and um so then guess what you know like i play two songs with it guess what happens with that one too <laughs> i broke a string on that oh, you know like and i i felt awful so i bought one of their shirts supporting the cause and then i string. well when i gave away my string i said you can put this on ebay and get like nothing for it and then um when i gave away the origami button guitar player string i was like now this one might have a little more value like, <laughs> i felt people weird that like i after we finished our set i like go in the back and i like see the guitar player and he's like changing out the string i'm like hey man like i know like that didn't happen to me but like i'm really sorry like do you want help and he's like oh no it's good and then i just kind of like slowly backed out because i'm like Dude, the origami button out. people were so nice, though. They were, I yeah. loved all of them. They were really nice people. And they're a really good band, too. Shout nice. out to them. You should check them out on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you find your music after you check out us. Hey, man. This is not, this is not commercial and time. you guys can <laughs> check out that only when you check out us on the podcast platform right. of your choice. While you're listening. Then you can unlock those maps. Actually, if you have more than one device, you should play them simultaneously <laughs> so you can have our pot, path podcast going. Uh this band and origami button going. Oh yeah, for real all at the same time. You're gonna need three devices. <laughs> it's worth it though. It is. I'm actually gonna go home and try that. <laughs> That's okay. actually yeah. how you unlock a portal to hell. Really? <laughs> okay, now I'm definitely trying it. No sort of been told. <laughs> so, like, what's the vision? Where do you guys are? You guys looking to grow it, or is it like a hobby? Basically, I think me and Sal are. I mean, this is everything I've wanted to do ever since I was little. Like. Like, this is it. This is all I see myself doing, which sucks because, you know, at a certain point you need to make money and usually you don't make a lot of money from this. Yeah. But 
I've talked to Sal about it, but I don't know where everybody else lies on this. Do you want me to get in here? Yeah. I get, I get up in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to college this year, so obviously I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus from the band, but it's still... It's still gonna be like a part of me. I'll still play when I when I get the opportunity to, but um, for me the whole time I was just there to have fun. You know, obviously, yeah. I mean, I would do I would do stuff on social media to try to promote stuff. Obviously, it was like mm-hmm. a huge, huge thing for me. I I really like love playing with these guys, but um, yeah, you know, atmosphere. Yeah, I gotta happens. I gotta make money one day, <laughs> so I I plan on going to college and doing something with that. Nice. Yeah, I don't really consider myself, like, good at, like, anything else. Like, I worked at Dairy Queen for a little bit. Yeah, I remember And, that. um, my God. <laughs> it's the Frosty Maker. He's the Dairy Queen daddy. No, I will say, I will say, you guys getting up on stage singing and playing guitar at the same time puts you ahead of probably 95% of the population. I can't no, but do that, it. that job was so bad. Oh, not Dairy Queen, I'm talking about your band. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it's cool if I talk about the job for a little bit, but, like, I feel like you have to have, like, a certain, like... I don't know, like, your personality has to be a certain way for you to do anything in fast food, and I feel like I was just not it. I feel the same. Because, I mean, everyone there was just, like, seemed, like, just came off as, like, so fake to me, and, like, I, I don't Customers know. Customers or employees? Uh, well, I mean, employees I didn't really pay much attention to, but, like, the coworkers were just, like, I, it just made me, like, not want to go there. So the employees? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You said I, the coworkers. I don't know, dude. The same thing. But so I actually I got fired from it, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, you right made me an Eminem Blizzard cell, and it was awesome. Dude, it was the best Eminem Blizzard I ever had. That's what I was saying, but like, <laughs> I guess it wasn't good enough. Yeah, some of us aren't cut out to. We're only cut out to be musicians, I guess. Yeah, it and I'm so glad I never worked fast food. Yeah, I, it's, it's like a like blast. I actually worked fast food for a little while at Chick Fil A, but I worked in the back, so I didn't have to deal with customers. Yeah, and I also lucky. worked with all of my friends. It was Very so much lucky. fun. We yeah. stole food. We ate. I mean, it was so much fun. Yeah. If blows, any Chick Fil A manager listening to this, you already know. If 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 uh, the you know my manager at McDonald's from like two years ago was listening to this, I didn't eat anything I wasn't supposed to. I did my job correctly. Please don't. I I, I stole a lot of ice cream. I'll be real with you. I never so, stole. Hey, screw it. You got fired anyways. Yeah. <laughs> what? I took like a whole like large Blizzard cup full of chocolate ice cream home with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you called me after you did that. Oh, dude, I I kept it in my fridge and I I made like a whole Sunday out of it. it probably it the best. Did you ice cream did you take food on your way out after being fired? Uh, no. Wait, did I do like that? Like, the I shift before that. Nice. Like, my last shift, I yeah. did that. Nah, you should have been loaded up every day. Honest. I mean, I kind of did at a certain point, because... I don't should've, know, but... Should have put it in your pocket. Like, usually... <laughs> usually like stuff, yeah. Freaking ice cream in your pockets <laughs> as you're walking like, out. Usually... Stripping down your freaking legs. Beautiful. <laughs> like, done. you're Beautiful. supposed to get, like, an employee discount, but, like... Just like at the end of when I was working there, she's like, "Yeah, so if you get ice cream while you're working, it's like fifteen percent off, and you can't give anyone discounts even if they work there." And I'm like, "You suck, man! Like, it's like pro- like Dairy Queen ice cream. You, you can't even legally call it ice cream because it's just frozen milk. That's that is all it is. Like, it's just a bag of like thick milk, and you like dump it. So cream." <laughs> 
It not even, dude. Like it's ice. not. <laughs> it's like water. Well, you know how they call it Milk frozen trees. They call yeah. it frozen treats because they can't legally call it ice cream. Are you serious? Because it's not ice cream. So huh. really nice. nice. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, we're winding down here. So as we wrap up, um, I know Tony mentioned it before we started recording. Who do you guys like? Who who makes you into music? Like who's kind of yeah? Like what are your influences? Bands that have influenced you, or maybe even your favorite band, your favorite album, anything like that? Yeah. Anywhere in that vicinity. You probably just go around for this one. I don't know who wants to start. Um, I could. Um, I I listen to this band called Bright Eyes a lot. Um, that's like my main inspiration, at least for this group, and probably for my solo stuff too. Just with like the really intense lyricism and the like the like really screamy vocals at times to emphasize stuff, and um, just like the way I write is very influenced by that, and um. I just really liked how, um, like, when that band was starting out, I mean, their lead singer was around my age, too. So it was nice to see, like, how he progressed, and, like, it sort of gives me the inspiration to get up on stage and do that stuff. And through that, I found I just love playing music with other people. And Nice. You know. Cool. All right. What's up? I'll take it. Um, me, me and Jake, uh, I, one of our first like points of bonding, actually, we, we listened to a similar style of music. Uh, we, like, I, I would listen to this, like, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's just like, uh, the, you know, like Teen Suicide and like uh, American Pleasure Club, like that whole yeah, it's like, genre. It's like emo. Yeah, it's like this, like, uh, it's like, it's low fidelity, but like intentional. And it's like really cool. So I, I have some roots with that. Uh, but also, I, I'm a bass player, so I take a lot of of stuff from like like the the classic bass players. Like I don't know, I'm, I like uh, I grew up on Getty like Lee. Uh, yeah, not not particularly Getty Lee. My dad's huge into Getty Lee though. I I grew up on like like Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers though, and like like Jocko, you know, all these these legends. But nice, who's um, Jocko? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Brandon, help me. I think me. it's Jocko Pastorius, yeah, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jocko's insane. Okay. He, he's the dude who uh, stripped his neck of all of the frets. He, like, oh, yeah. He that's made right. his base a, a fretless. Like fretless. Yeah, okay. he's a really cool dude. Um, I also, like, I'll occasionally find myself listening to, like, some, like, Stevie Wonder and stuff. I don't know. I, I have a wide variety of music I listen to. Also, well, yeah. there's, like, newer stuff, too. Like, uh, <laughs> like... I've been super into like Peach Pit and stuff. Well, didn't like, didn't like Cersei come from like a Stevie Wonder song? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I can get into that. So, okay, the opening for uh, I wrote a song called Cersei. It's actually it's it's one of our our better doing uh, songs on like streaming platforms. Nice. Um, I basically stole the bass line from like the melody of a Stevie Wonder song. Not the melody, but like the like the chord structure of a Stevie Wonder song. Nice. Like the the main like arpeggio thing. It's all a Stevie Wonder song. So nice. go go check out Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. It's a awesome song. Cool. I uh hi. I uh I listen to I don't know. Like a lot of like for a long time, I guess like for what you hear on the first record, I listened to a lot of um status quo indie music. I don't know. I was, like, indie rock specifically, like, I was very into Mac DeMarco, Hers, Boy Pablo, like, all that sort of thing. But, I mean, recently, I've been getting a little bit more into, like, classic rock, because maybe a little bit more progressive, because, I mean, I've been trying to, like, 
incorporate like new instruments, like on our our new record. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of it's, it's gonna we're gonna add a couple new instruments, more than guitars, kind of branch out a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm very into Mac DeMarco. I think as like an artist and a person, he inspires me a lot. But for more lyrics, I think. There's this one emo band I like called Panucci's Pizza, and it's like, it's like kind of satire at some points, but like kind of not. And it's a really good band. I've listened to a lot of what Sal yeah. listens to too. But I mean, it it's just like when I'm trying to get like more poetic, like I kind of I kind of go towards that. I mean, I don't know if I can give you like a line for an example, but you, go you, for it. Does anything come to your mind? Well, like from them or from me, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. no. It's all good. Yeah. Okay, so th- this is going to be kind of weird. So I'm definitely the least into like listening to music as everyone here. Like, seriously, I have no idea what any of the people you're talking about sound like. <laughs> I, I really don't, you know, listen to too much music, but. I, I'm the drummer. Every song drumming is the same. So <laughs> that's not true, Stick. You, you you got some crazy drum. I guess back so. There. But most of what I learned from drumming comes from my drum teacher, my Buffalo uh, what's it? Buffalo Music Hall of Fame drum teacher, Jim Lindsner. Great, great drummer. Mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of actual music that I've listened to, uh. When I was little, I listened to a lot of the Beatles because that's what my dad played, and he also played Rush. I was actually at a Rush concert at their on their final tour. Yeah, I saw that show. I was, I was at that show. Oh, you were there Lucky. too. Cool. Absolutely. I was too little. I I remember, <laughs> I remember being there and I remember falling asleep, which kind of sounds like weird because it's. How do you fall asleep at a Rush? I, yeah. fell, I fell asleep at a country concert. I should that's, mention that's, my. That's fair. That's fair. My that's Rush fair, concert. I don't know. I don't well, know. My, it's because I was. Concert. I was like. Oh shit. I, I don't know. I was a very little kid. Little kids don't really that's find fair. anything interesting. Yeah, no, that's acceptable. Yeah. When you're fine. young, man. When I went to a concert when I was three, I was playing in a sandbox. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know I, what the concert was I do want to say my first real concert was a Weezer concert when I was like six That's years amazing. Old. That was the first thing Eli ever said to me. Yeah, I think it's really funny. That's beautiful. Yeah. I saw the Wiggles one time. I also saw the Wiggles. Me too. <laughs> I saw them too. Yo, were we all at the Key Bank Arena? It's possible. When, when the Wiggles were in town? We might have been. <laughs> that we might have all been there. That's insane. I didn't know who the Wiggles were until I was I like thought, 13. I thought, oh, this is a funny story. I know we're trying to wrap up here, but I, for the longest time, thought that the Wiggles were the Doors. You know, really? the band The Doors. Yes, the I doors. love The Doors. Because um, my dad would Very play this, a record from The Doors, and he didn't want me going around telling people that I listened to The Doors because of some reason. I don't know. I was, I was a kid. I was younger. So Fair. he would tell me it was The Wiggles, so I was so disappointed when I saw The Wiggles live. <laughs> I thought I was getting the doors. I got the wiggles. That's like, so loud. I remember I was in the car with my dad. I had to have been like maybe eight or nine. And my dad, like a 10, 15 minutes ago in the car ride, told me that there was a band called The Doors. And he would always, yeah. when, he, when we were in car rides, he'd play music and he'd always say, which band is this? Like quiz me. I was like, The Doors. He's like, no. I'm like, The Door Knobs. He's like, no. I'm like, The Door Frame. He's like, no. I'm like, The Door Sills. He's like, no. I'm like, the windows <laughs> he's like it's a different band okay i'm like what is a door is it- sill <laughs> that's something that he made up i'm uh-huh. like 
Is it Bon Jovi? He's like, it's Led Zeppelin, all right? Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap this yeah. one up. All righty. Kick it off, Drew. And uh, on that note, we are going to wrap up this episode of Our Path Podcast. Guys, if you like what you're hearing, uh, leave us a like, follow us on Instagram, and take that survey, please. It's in our Instagram bio. So go take the survey, and uh, we appreciate the listen. Thank you, guys. Thank Adios. You.